comedy podcast Woo! yay i know i know i know i know i know i know episode what what's the episode 34 37 you're so off man sorry <laughs> <laughs> you are so off man 37 37 yes uh worst time to be single in your life if you're 37 just a disclaimer mm-hmm. uh but you know why specifically good, good. 37 that's a weird, why why is that the worst time why specifically? it hits you really bad if you're in your early 30s or late 30s it becomes really hard for you know for you like you start questioning everything mm. right so like i know this because a lot of it, people in my family are 30 30 plus like 37 38 and they're still flying single so mm-hmm. i know comedians i know indian comedians mm-hmm. act, uh, you know female who are 38 and still single yeah. So it is, it is, yeah, it's not it's not a bad thing, but it's, it just kind of puts you on the spot, you know, like it just makes you feel that the clock is literally ticking. But uh-huh. that's great. <laughs> anyway, speaking. Of anyway, like, anyway, speaking, I guess, of anyway. like clocks and ticking. I mean, I'm going to bring it back to the Eagles here. I'm hyped up for my Eagles. <laughs> They're in the Super Bowl. They're in the wow. Super Bowl, man. Yes. Wow. Okay, so you, you you're not hyped up at all because the India does I not don't, have Super Bowl. Yeah, because it, it you surprise in, in India people don't hype up Super Bowl like uh, like this. We don't know what Super Bowl is. Like we don't have the hypeness for that particular sport. Like it's but we do watch it. So like we do watch it every now and then. So but it's pretty cool. I think I I, I like the whole we we all, we like we like football. Yeah. So do you get it? Can you watch it or no? Can you watch the Super Bowl in India? You can watch it, yes. There are like streams which you can actually go to and you can actually like watch in different platforms. I try to understand ones that is really hard, but I just watch it for the cheerleaders because Oh, kind of, okay. And yeah, Rihanna, so. I watch... Rihanna's gonna be there. Rihanna, do you like Rihanna? Okay, I'll I'll zoom in on that. So <laughs> just... <laughs> zoom in on zoom in on Rihanna, yeah. Okay. Absolutely, yes. So Yeah. But what are you what hyped about? Like, okay, so you're not like you're not like a, I'm like right. I'm like a I'm an Eagles fan. Like I'm so hyped. Okay. When they when they right. were winning, I'm like, oh my god, like I'm right. my, my day is so much better. Like what did you what yeah, are you hyped right. about? I'm hyped about like um nerdy geeky shit. Like uh-huh. uh like like Star Wars, like lightsaber. Yes. Yeah. Like I like it so much. I like it, you know, the like for certain stuff, like you know, when you're playing with the lightsaber and you know, like doing the Star Wars thingy. Uh and franchises like DC, like Batman. So mm-hmm. specific. I'm hyped up for even gaming. I love gaming as well. So mm-hmm. so anything related to game fun and nerd shit, that hypes me up. Actually. So- so like when the new Star Wars season comes out, you're like, oh my god, yes. like ah, like, I'm ready. just I get a boner and I'm yeah, so yeah, happy yeah. about that's it. That's your lightsaber, yeah. That's okay. my lightsaber. Pull out your lightsaber. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not the first time someone said that, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Okay. But 
Uh, but but I'll I'll tell you what how my day was. I can tell you. Yeah. How was your day? How was your day? Because you had an interesting day today, right? Very interesting day, dude. Like in India, here's what people need to know. In India, you have a lot of uh transportations, right? We have multiple transportations, and the frequently people uh, and the one which people use a lot is the auto. A U T O. Okay. A U T O auto. It's a three wheeler um automobile which is very easy and convenient to use. So we can put. It's a like the Uber, Uber here. It's like the it's Uber. Uber here, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uber, so yeah. you can put a picture of that over here. So what really happened today, which is so weird, is I book I go to this meeting, I meet this dude, and we're talking about booking. I went to this cafe where the owner wants to like book me for a show and do events in that cafe where all the celebrities come. Right, hmm. I come back home in an auto. The guy fucking breaks down. The auto just breaks down in the middle of the highway, and it is it is. I'm flipping out, and you know why? It's it's scary. Because for women in India, it's so unsafe sometimes. My friend, when when she saw the Instagram story, when I put up that the auto broke down and I'm taking a different vehicle, she's like, "Thank God you are a dude and not a woman, because it's mm. so unsafe for women to you know be late nights, you know, because it's very scary for Indian women or just women in general to have a very late night uh you know situation where you're stranded. You feel like a stranded moment. You don't know where the fuck you are, yeah. right? You're getting yeah. back home, but you have for that particular second, you're like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? Right? Yeah. So yeah. men can handle it, but for women, it's kind of scary. You were you were thinking. literally on the highway, right? I mean I, I, I wasn't was, Im, imagine on the a, imagine you're on the highway and <laughs> middle of the highway you're just it just breaks down and you get out. You look right, you look left, there is nothing. Did they say what the issue was? Like, was it just the battery or the gas? What was what was he, the? What was... All he said some technical shit where you know the the engine wiring some shit. And here's the thing though, you can't get mad at the guy because he has to go back. He doesn't know how to move the vehicle, right? He's in the yeah. problem. Yeah. So at that situation, you have to be empathetic. You're very bummed out. You're pissed off because you got to go home, right? Mm -hmm. But you mm -hmm. cannot let the anger get mad at the driver. Or at the Uber or, or the Uber guy, you can't get mad at that. So this is something I want to tell you. If you guys get stranded, just process the situation. Don't be mad. Call your friend and cry, but don't let it out on the Uber driver because he has to go back home with you know maybe after a couple of hours. So that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we can bring in our guest right now. Okay, we yeah. can bring in our guest now. Before we drive this podcast off a cliff, we can now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're bringing our guest our guest yes I'm, I'm very excited about this guest okay uh, you were you, i did see you in her podcast right i was on her podcast she's a great podcast yeah. called prenzetta podcast uh we had an interesting conversation she yeah, like I, I was not prepared she was like giving me all these like technical questions though like usually people when i go on podcast they ask about my comedy stuff yeah like, she threw me all these like technical questions like, i was excited but i'm like oh my gosh like i never get these questions before so you look you when i saw kevin on the podcast he really looked like an it guy giving an interview around like so fucking serious <laughs> with the mob like it, was, it looked like a professional like i don't know the tonight show vibes you yeah. know, where you're just reading uh, like a really good script and just sounding fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very professional. Let me highlight that. Very, Very professional. professional, right? Yeah. I mean, it has to be professional for a change, right? I mean, it's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I'm not professional on here. So, Hi. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, and also she's a musician, so she's way oh, more a musician? talented. I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah, crap. she's way more talented than us. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's what we do on this podcast. Maybe yeah, that's, that's what talented. we do, right? We just get overachieving talented people in our podcast. That's it. That's how we get our glory. We just of rub off their shit. That's how we do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Let's give it up for Andrea Prasatelli. Yay! Hi, guys. How's it going? All good. <laughs> 
How's it going? It's going good. Um, I really appreciate the comments about the um, about the podcast, about calling it professional. That means a lot to me. So I'm glad you looked at it that you had a positive vibe from it. So that's a good thing to hear. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, t- tell us about yourself. Tell us yeah, a little, little bit about yourself. Also a little bit Maybe. about the podcast too, though, because it, it was interesting. Sure, I, I guess to kind of like piggyback what you guys were saying about um, that it had like a professional vibe or it, you felt sort of like thrown off guard or unprepared by the questions. Yeah, I, I think that. this year I want to focus on branching out like different types of artists or different types of field on my podcast because I had in the past interviewed mostly comedians Mm -hmm. and I think I was getting bored and tired of asking the same questions to the comedians like okay tell me about the hecklers okay tell me about this and I just kind of got like I felt like every episode started to be like a different version of it like like okay this is this person's answers to the same question and not only that I started myself listening to a lot of different podcasters um lex friedman i don't know if you guys are familiar yeah, with lex he's friedman he's good I'm, yeah I'm he's, he's an incredible podcaster and he oh. he interviews all kinds of people like he interviews tech you know the tech field computer science he interviews um like medical comedians musicians he does it all so i felt very inspired by that and um it, it, i just felt like it kind of gave me an opportunity to learn different things you know wow so awesome. Yeah. Is there is there a profession Thanks. you want? Is there is there somebody you want to get on the podcast? Is there like a um is there some type of like, oh, I want to get like a doctor or I want to get like a lawyer? Is there something that you want to get Honestly, on the podcast? like if any of them, because the thing with me is that I've always had this sort of insecurity about um not really paying attention to my studies when I was younger. Like I was a huge pothead when I was in high school. Like I I like skip class to smoke weed. So there's a lot of very basic questions that I don't, I don't know the answers to very basic questions. Like, um, like, I don't know, like, I didn't know when the, like, like the constitution, like things that apparently Americans are supposed to know. Right. Right. Any answers to, you know? So I started to feel kind of humiliated about that. And I felt sort of like left behind, like shit, I, I, I need to catch up on all this stuff that I didn't pay attention to. So I kind of realized that podcasting was a unique way for me to do that. Cause I'm like, wait a second, you know, I read like, like reading is a new thing for me. It's not something I've done in the past, but I just, you know, started taking this seriously. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to read. Um, but in the process of reading, I'm also going to bring on people that know stuff about things that I don't know about. History is a big one for me right now because right. You know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of conversations right now in in the public media about Ukraine and Russia and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm right. like, well, I don't really deserve to have an opinion because I don't know anything like about history. <laughs> so it's like I don't I don't want to be one of those people on a podcast who are just like saying my opinion or like repeating some highlight that I learned on the news without right. really understanding that not only to mention I'm half Ukrainian so it's kind of embarrassing that oh, I don't you're know half really. Ukrainian wow. okay. yeah so, and a lot of people don't realize that because my last yeah. name's Pranzatel which is like very Italian <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you were Italian yeah okay okay yeah well I, I am you know my dad is Italian so um oh. it, it, it's just it's just kind of like wow I really feel like I should know a lot more so that's kind of one of the reasons why I've been branching out to different fields so honestly any of them law like I just want to know everything about everything at this point yeah. you know that's great awesome, that's yeah. It's, it's like you you have a mix of every 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 part of your family in you 
And you're just trying to check all the boxes. <laughs> and it's good that like you want to have opinions that like you are knowledgeable right. about. You're not just trying to have an opinion on anything. It's like if you don't know something, I almost be like, hey, I don't know anything a lot. I don't want to give my own opinion because I don't know a lot about that topic. Right. I'm gonna give something yeah. wrong, right? You know. So. You can, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I feel that it's it's if you don't know. I mean, if you don't know something admitting it is probably the like best thing and the like best. again but like feeling bad about it it's it's not even like you know i feel bad about a lot of stuff which i don't know but i just started saying i don't know and started working on it that makes it a lot better so no yeah. one yeah not yeah, only that but i feel i sorry to interrupt it's hard with the um the, oh, yeah, the yeah, Zoom. I was going to say not only that, but because I am a podcaster and because this year I want, you know, I want it to grow. I feel sort of a sense of responsibility about not just running my mouth and, and spreading false information. I like Joe Rogan a lot. He's one of my biggest. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's one of my biggest inspirations. <laughs> so I here. guess you could say, yeah. yeah, I guess you could say I'm learning from his mistakes. You know what I mean? Or or his, his, the, his public criticisms, like a lot of criticism he got was that he gives very big uh he gives very big opinions on things that yes. he he's a comedian so i'm just like all right if if my podcast grows i i want to learn from those mistakes and try yeah. the best as i possibly can to be educated like Absolutely. you know i can't have a degree i can't have a law degree and a science degree and all these different things but i could at the very least try my best you know absolutely absolutely Wait, yeah, now, Shady, we also learned from joe rogan right Oh yeah, we did. If you don't know what you're talking about, you can see the logo. Our logo is very much resembles Joe Rogan, though. So I kind of took the circle. So, so I, I actually was, I was curious about that. The Rogan is uh, the Rogan. The logo is very Rogan. The Rogan is very logo inspired. The logo is very Rogan inspired. How do you, how do you receive? How do people receive that? Do people come back to you with like, "That's cool," or they're like, "Oh, come on, man," like copy. How do people respond to that? Actually, it's inspired by two people, not just only Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. It's inspired by Joe. It's inspired by uh, the, a little bit about Joe, uh, Joe Rogan and uh, Two Face from Batman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's half our faces, though. Half so. and half, you yeah, know, half like yeah, half and half. So, uh, so, so, is there any like, is there any meaning behind that, or you just thought um, it was cool? Batman we, thing. So what this is the original idea. I think when we told Sarud has been on this podcast, he was the one who actually designed the logo. Yeah. Um. So we we did we wanted what we basically said was we wanted a circle and then like half of our faces each, right? That's, that's the <laughs> right. And then he added like extra little features in there. So like on the right. on the on the logo itself, you can see there's like little like gin gin bottles right there, right? Yeah, we yeah, wanted yeah. an open mic called gin and tonic. So gin and tonic, kind of like yes. Easter, kind of like so, a little Easter egg. Easter egg uh, situation over there. Right. Wait, you guys run an open mic? We do yeah, on Zoom. On we Zoom. do. We do. On yeah. Zoom. yeah. Is, it, is it on Zoom or is it's it on Zoom? It's on Zoom. It's on yeah. Zoom. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. We, we do. We do that. And oh, again, promotion alert. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it all the time. Yes, promotion so, alert. Yeah, did it yeah, right here. So we do that every other Sunday, but it's yeah. slightly different with us. We do stand up and do improv because Kevin does a lot of uh, improv. Uh, you know, he's more into the improv, so I'm more into yeah. stand up. So yeah. we do a bit of both. So we shuffle and that's how we started the podcast because all the good conversations used to happen after the show. And then, you know, and then you're like, yo, we gotta you get this thing recorded. But also so. the second thing about the logo too is like it's very yeah, like yeah. almost like a, uh, like an art piece a little bit, right? If you look like right. our faces, like but 
uh on shady's side it's like very like uh red and mine's just very blue <laughs> like, and, shady, and shady's on the left and i'm on the right side because he's more like on the you know he's more the bad the bad boy the one who's like gonna like, make, make people feel uncomfortable i'm more like the good yeah, guy. yeah 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 so, people get that yeah yeah sure sure yeah so there's a lot of like ins and outs of the logo though so. also like so you whole... guys so you... sorry go ahead okay. Okay. Uh, the all the whole thing. Uh, I'm just gonna sum up by saying the whole reason why we did that is for people to know that we both come from two different worlds. It's two different worlds mainly. Yeah. I come from India. He comes from United States. Yeah, okay. So these are two different worlds getting together and getting other people in. So it's just like you know, it's like very different kind of an experience from culture to conversations to stuff yeah. like that. So anybody is listening from any corner of the world can get a bit of everything. You know, yeah. that's the whole point of putting them together. Yeah. What so you guys actually met online. You're yes. saying you met oh, online? Met online. And, okay. Yeah. And, you became, and you became very good friends just from there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you but, ever meet in person yet? Or you've no, never been? No. We, we yeah, we're yeah. working on that. <laughs> totally. Right. How right. often do you guys, how long have you guys known each other? Ooh, that's good. Uh, is it our? I think this is becoming this conversation is becoming our. This totally becoming. It's a podcast. She's interviewing <laughs> us right uh, now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Get the podcast board on. She just got into the interview. We met. We met in. Uh, we met in 2021. So like during the pandemic, uh, Andrew, as you know, yeah, like yeah. a lot of the in-person stuff was shut down. So. Uh, I started stand up during the pandemic. So yeah, same I here. Did, like a lot of international. Just like we met at like an international mic though. And so yeah. we just became really good friends over Zoom that way. Right. So then, wow. yeah, and we started. I, I used to do perform a lot for the EST and uh, PST hours, which I hate again, but again, I'm making peace with that. So we do. The, I did the EST and IST to shuffle a lot. Like and and Kevin used to be in the EST hours, and then we used to like perform a lot because that was the best time I got exposed to international comedy you know different cultures american art form of writing you know so then that's how it worked actually that's the whole thing now we have to interview now we got now we got interview do you're also a, a musician too what yeah um yeah. Do you have, I mean, when did you start music? And then also, like, uh, is, do you like one more than the other? Or is it like the... Thing? Also, do you like Taylor Swift? Because I don't, not a big, okay. Okay, <laughs> so when you say, do I like one more than the other, do you mean comedy versus music? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Or, or, I mean, or is it like you're a parent and you love both children equally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, do okay, you like so Taylor Swift? Let's say. Those are, that, uh, okay, I'm going to address all these all these separately. I'll start with Taylor Swift. We'll save that one for last. Oh, um, but I'll start with when I when I started music. Okay, so I started music. Um, I took lessons very briefly when I was about five or six years old. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't I didn't stay because I, I there were some issues in my family and my parents couldn't you know afford to continue taking me to the lessons. So um, very basic lessons. Then over the years, I just kind of taught myself, like I played by ear and, you know, I had a decent ear. So I would just like listen to a song and I could replicate it on the piano. Oh, um, okay. It wasn't until I was about 22 or 23 that I decided I wanted to actually really study it and take it seriously. So at that point, I went to school for music. I actually, you know, applied to a college and, and went to college for music. So I don't know. It's like I started when I was five, but it, it wow. formal, yeah, formal training. I didn't start my formal training until I was like 23, 
yeah, she's like about 22, 23 years old. So, so is, wow, you, you're like an, a child artist. You are a child. Like you started you're your journey. Child. You're more of a it's called a child artist. When you, when you start at an early age, it becomes a child artist. Yeah, like okay. yeah I, I mean, but I wasn't, I, like I said, I wasn't that like seriously into it at that age. Right, right, like, right, I right. kind of noodled around and played by ear. So I don't know if I would really consider myself a child artist. To answer your second question though, um, about what do I like better? Um, mm -hmm. I would have to say, you say, which like, do I have like a favorite child? Yeah. Um, I would say probably it, it would have to be music. I, I, I don't know if favorite's the right answer, but I definitely have more faith in my musical abilities than I do as a comedian. Okay. Um, so, but I, I would say if I like gave it a percentage, like if there was a spectrum, I would say 65% of me feels devoted to music, maybe wow. even 70% and the yeah. other part would be comedy. So um, I don't know if you guys know who Bill Burr is. Oh yeah, Bill Burr, baby. Yeah. Yep. So, so Bill Burr is an excellent comedian who also happens to play the drums. Yeah, I'm does. like the... Yeah. I'm like the flip of that, the um, mm -hmm. inversion of that. I'm like, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say I'm an as amazing musician as he is a comedian, but I would say I'm, you know, a, I'm a skilled musician who also enjoys like doing comedy. comedy. Okay. I, oh, I yeah. would put so, it like, okay. Yeah. So um, I have to counter that with just one more. Would ha, ha, have you heard of Bo Berman? Do you know Bo Berman? Uh, I asked the same question yes. on her yes. podcast. I was about to ask the same fucking question. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Do you? Do you do uh comedy or exactly like Bo Bourbon? Like, have you have you no. done? No, so it's done funny. It? I get this question all the time. Actually, yeah. a lot of people ask, like, why don't you combine the two? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. My answer to that is, I don't. I love Bo Burnham. I think he's incredible. I don't yeah. like writing that way. I like I like stand up. I like doing stand up. Mm -hmm. Um, the only time I've ever combined the two together and i actually it, i could see myself doing a whole career of this if if the opportunities were there um i got i got fortunate enough to get this really cool gig in new york city it was every wednesday or like every other wednesday or something like that Ooh, nice. i would um i would play piano on stage for wow. stand-up comedians like so wow. stand-up comedians would come on stage and i would just play little and like you know sometimes there's a dj i it would be that that i would be yeah. like a lot musician so if i could combine the two fields together that's how i could see myself doing it being like a stage musician uh, playing entrance music for the comedians and that was a really awesome gig i got to meet some really cool um comedians during that gig um unfortunately they cut music out of the budget so that was very yeah. sad but that's yeah. the only time i ever um you know combined the two i i can't see myself writing in bo burnham style but i do love bo burnham <laughs> And okay, uh, oh, the Taylor Swift. You want to know about the Taylor Swift? Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, so my sh my short answer is no, I don't like Taylor Swift. My long, <laughs> my long answer is that yeah. she is a talent, she's a talented musician. Like, as, as a musician, I can look at her and I can respect her musicianship, but I do not like her. Yeah. I don't find Firing. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's fine. No, exactly. it's fine. I'm so Andrew, sorry. Yes. I'm, I still so, like you. It's fine. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I'm, fine. I'm, I'm, first, of all, wait, first of all, I just want to say this uh, for everybody listening to the podcast. Uh, Andrea, I love you. You're awesome. You're awesome. Love you so much. Yeah. So, second of all, Kevin, I told you so. So, <laughs> one person's opinion. Listen, that's my future wife we're talking about. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. So. <laughs> 
So, so you're saying you love Taylor Swift? Is oh, that right? I love, I love Taylor Swift. Dude, you would marry her. If you <laughs> and I would marry her. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Marry. Yeah. It's already married in her dreams. Already married. <laughs> okay. So, explain to me what you like about her. What do you like about her? I like uh, how how real <laughs> she she's able to like take a lot. It's almost like it almost feels like I'm like reading her diary though. Like her lyrics, she's like a really good like lyricist. Okay. And also like yeah. it just it just feels like she's like giving all her emotion though. And right. she, she's also like played with every single genre at this point. Like she's done you know country, she's done pop, she's done rock. True, she's done true. She's done, and she's done everything besides rap at this point. So you know. Okay. I never said, I, first of all, to correct everybody, why I had that extreme reaction, I never said that I hated it. I just said I'm not a big fan of her. So yeah. I'm not a big fan. That's and it. It never, like, I, it, and I told in the shady, if I knew that you didn't like Taylor Swift <laughs> before this podcast, I wouldn't start a podcast with you. But at this point, right now, we're at episode 37. I have, I'm stuck with you now. So yeah. I no, mean, like, like I said, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I mean, I can objectively say she is a good musician. Like everything yeah. you said is correct. Like it's yeah. very, her lyrics are raw. I it just, is. it's Agreed. just, the style doesn't vibe with me. It's too, um, <laughs> okay, there was it. only one song of her I actually liked. And what okay. I found was interesting was that everybody who likes Taylor Swift thinks it's her worst song. And I was, Ooh. that was the only song. It, it was, um, Which one? um, look what you made me do. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, not her yeah, worst yeah, yeah. song, but it's a good song. Okay. It's a, a lot of people I know who, who like her, they're like, that was like one that I didn't like, but because I don't like her traditional, like other <laughs> styles, like for oh. me, that one had more of like a Billie Eilish vibe to me for some reason, which I, oh. I like. So yes, yeah. Billie Eilish is good too. She's really, really, really good. I, I, like I always, I always had this feeling like uh, this is a very weird feeling since we're talking about emotions. Part of me always felt that Adele and Taylor Swift are like the same people in, in a certain way of delivery of music. A little bit. Part of me never fe felt that way in certain lyrical and certain lyrical songs. Adele and Taylor Swift. A little bit. I'm not saying the whole thing. Why, but why is that though? A little bit. You know, the venue, you know, like the song Hello and, you know, and then Halo. And then, you know, I feel like they're like a, a very... Taylor Swift like, does not have a song called Halo. No, no. I'm just saying... Beyond. And that's that's Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> sorry, 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 not Beyonce, but sorry, that's sorry, not Halo. I've been mean, the wrong song reference. But my point being, some songs I really feel both of them are like same, just from a lyrical standpoint, a little bit, a little bit. No, I would, I would say that, um, I would personally, I would say that uh, Adele is a lot more blues inspired. She's very yeah. blues and soulful mm -hmm. in her the way she delivers her lyrics. Yeah. Taylor Swift is more like pop country to me, which isn't mm. my thing. That might yeah. be why I'm not. And, also, you know? Adele does not write her own song, so you know she's a good local. Oh, what the local fuck? <laughs> song, so. Are you serious? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Anyway, let's move on. So I have a question: Why? What's with the all tattoo arm? Ooh, I'm about to say, yeah, your tattoos. What, what are they? Yeah. Um. So you're you're asking me why I have tattoos? Yeah, why? It's a why. It's <laughs> why? um. There's so, why. <laughs> I mean, I just like the aesthetic of it. There's really no like deep meaning. I just think um, I thought there's a story. You have a story or something? Because oh, everybody you mean like those. what? You, you mean yeah, like what, yeah? Why'd you get that tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like okay. why? I thought you. I thought you no, were no. like why do you have tattoos? I'm like no, not know. like no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, um. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. To be honest, some of them I like just because I think it looks good and some of them mean something to me. So for example, I, let me see if I can zoom in here. There's a woman and a snake 
Yeah, um, yeah. The mm-hmm. woman is, I specific, people, a lot of people ask me, like, is that any person in particular? Is right. that, uh, is that like uh, Medusa? Because there's a snake yeah, around it. Yeah, 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 I was about to say Medusa. Member. Yeah. Some people ask me if it's me, and I'm like, do you think I'm that narcissistic that I would put a <laughs> tattoo of myself I'm on my body? Like, that's, that's, that's absolutely no, insane. Some no, people do. Just say some people actually do that shit. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I know. Uh, to me, the woman, I put the woman there to kind of represent like feminine um, strength because I, mm. I felt like growing up, I didn't have like a strong feminine role model in my life, you could say. So I always felt like, um, I felt like I was always very, um, like I didn't have any, I, I didn't feel confident in my womanhood. You know what I mean? I, I felt kind of like, I don't have a, I, I don't have a lot of girlfriends. I don't really have like a, a female figure in my life to look up to. So I right, was like, right. why don't I just make one on my body? Like as a symbol to like, <laughs> I know, like as a symbol to give myself that strength as opposed to like. That's a very motivational thing to do. That's a very motivational thing to do. I don't know. It, 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 it's kind of strange, you know. Not um, it's but you know, okay. there's other things on here that don't have a meaning. Like there's like a wait, I don't know if I could. There's like a flower. That's just oh, yeah. I like looks. It's kind of more to adorn the lady, like to to give it some more wow. beauty. But the the lady is that's the that's, meaning. Of that's the, the highlight of the whole. But it looks really good. This it's just really it stands, it stands out. Like it just draws attention. Like oh, it's just, just like yeah. It, 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 I really thought you were wearing like a sleeve or like a t- like some like <laughs> it was looking so good. I was like, part of the shirt? Like, it's not part of the yeah, shirt. yeah. I was like for a second, I was like, dude, that's <laughs> no. I, I made sure I found an artist who I really looked up to because the thing with getting a tattoo. Do you guys have tattoos, by the way? I no, want to get I, one, but I, I don't know what to get though, Andrea. Yeah, so. and if so, I so I'll tell I'll tell you this when it, whatever this is my thought process behind this. Okay. Okay. It's 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 less about. I mean, obviously, you want to get a good tattoo like mm. idea, but the more important thing is get an artist that you can look at their Instagram page or whatever their website, and mm. that you like at least eighty percent of the work. Because true, the thing true. is, when you go to a tattoo artist with an idea you're just explaining to them your idea they're they have to yeah. like kind of figure out what you're thinking it's like a it's like a symbiotic Absolutely. relationship where like you're coming with the inspiration but they're the ones with the skill so whatever idea you have in your head isn't going to come out when they make it it's not going to come out okay. how you paint it this so is you exact- have to do, like yeah this is exactly yeah you sorry so sorry this 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 is exactly like one of those moments where we designed the logo where i, I was thinking yeah, yeah. Exactly yeah. those fucking like when I was we were making the logo, I had the idea and we just uh, I just blunted it out to Saru. I mean the person who designed it, he got it. So I I, I completely get the point where it becomes very easy, right? Andrea? It becomes so easy to just you know get your point through, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's what I wanted to say. So sorry, I'm just, I'm just really happy on the Taylor Swift thing. Just saying. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> So you have you have a um a band called Smoke Honey, right? That, that's that's the band. A band? Name? She's got a band. You didn't tell me she's got a band. She's a musician. <laughs> I, th- I told you. Yeah. So, you didn't yeah, tell yeah, you she's got a band. It's called it's called Smoke Honey, right? Why is it called Smoke Honey? I'm I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was no there was no meaning behind it. So we had like honestly, it doesn't mean anything. So what happened was we uh, there was four members in the band and we were all trying to come up with names. So we said, yeah. hey, just go home and um like 
you know, write some ideas down. I yeah. literally, all I did was I wrote down a bunch of words that sounded cool and I mixed and matched them. Like I literally cut out little pieces of paper, wrote yeah. words that sounded neat to me. Like I wrote cat or smoking or that, like I just little words, <laughs> put them in a hat, mixed them up and then just like took them out and, and assembled oh, them together. And I just, I just liked the combination. I just liked the way it sounded. Like it, it just sounded cool to me. It didn't, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, I guess cool. you could, you can create a meaning out of it. You could say like smoked honey, it's cool, but smooth at the same time. Like it, like it's hard, it's educable at the same time. You could say that, but that, that's, um, yeah, that's something that came after the fact. It wasn't something that we thought of before doing it, you know? Sounds like something you would, sounds like something would do it after getting a joint and being high about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the band name is uh, Smoke with us. Smoke honey. honey, smoke honey, smoke honey, nice. And this is the Hangover Comedy Podcast. Great. Yeah. So <laughs> perfect. Now, okay. Now, smoke honey. You guys are are you guys a cover band or you guys write your own music? Oh, okay. I was about to ask you. Does she do only covers or you know she's a musician? So I thought that she do solo. Yeah, I do both. So this this band in particular is a cover band. I'm actually right now assembling um, an original band with my my boyfriend and I, and we're getting a bass player. So as of as of now, we found a bass player, and it's a trio. We're still coming up with the name, so I'm not gonna give any details on that yeah. until we settle the name. But we already have some songs written. We just need to kind of like pull the project together, you know. Nice. Wow. For yeah. for Smoked Honey, what kind of like style do you guys stick with? Obviously it's not Taylor Swift, but like what other songs do you guys <laughs> stick with? I have done, uh, you know, it, 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 never say never because I've done, oh. um, one time we did an event for a wedding party Okay. Um, it, it was like a mm -hmm. engagement party or something like that. I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't the wedding itself, but I'm pretty sure it was an engagement party. Right. And I think, I think we did do a Taylor Swift song. I can't remember which one, because like I said, it's not that interesting to me. So, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. can't remember what song you're it probably was. Probably miserable I, just like singing it the whole time. You're like, oh, I got to do this song. Fuck. <laughs> you know, you, you know, that's the thing, like being in a cover band and, and doing that, um, it, you, you do learn a new appreciation for music. So for example, in the past, when I was younger, I would have been like him, like, fuck Taylor Swift, she sucks. <laughs> but now, you know, now, now as a musician, I can like, I can pull apart the song structure and say, you know what, I don't like this, but I could see why this is intelligent. Right, and you know, right. what's a, you know, what's a new one for me? I hated this song so much, but I had to learn it in this band. And now I love the song because it's, it, and I, I still don't like necessarily love the song like emotionally, but I love the song structure. Um, Shut up and dance with me. Do you guys know? Oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's a very annoying song. Like I find it incredibly <laughs> But yeah. after learning it, learning how to play it, I'm like, you know what? I like this now. Like I can yeah. understand, like after pulling it apart, why this is um, right. a good song, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> but that's like, that's like a song you can like, you can like slow it. You could do different versions of it. Like that might sound differently when it's like an acoustic version or like, you know, right. not, not, not so hyped up though. Like you can, I can definitely see like, oh, if there's like a softer version of that, that's actually a kind of cooler song though. So Unless, I mean, it's, I mean, unless you're dancing in the bathroom naked, showering, then it sounds really hyped up. Mm. that's a different <laughs> yes don't question me it's a great feeling so <laughs> but but what's like your style is it is it more like uh wedding dance kind of music or is it like you no know, more acoustic softer, or acoustic, is it like, like, like yeah like a jazz feeling 
Um, not acoustic. It definitely more along the lines of like dance stuff. Um, I would say if there was one style behind it, slightly jazz inspired, but mostly okay. just like a like for example, do you know the song Seven Nation Army? Obviously by um the White yeah. Stripes. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Like that very yeah, song. Okay. We do like kind of like a jazzy ragtime version of that. So we do have some jazz and it, it's pretty cool. I really enjoy that. We have some jazz influences in the song. I mean in the band, but definitely not acoustic. Um mostly like rock, funk, jazz, pop, mm. like that type of stuff. Like we do um, uh, Billy Jean by Michael Jackson, like oh. you know, really, yeah. Wait, like, do, you really do you moonwalk when you do it? Wait, I, okay, I had a question. No, but my my band member does. <laughs> one of oh, my nice. band, like, yes. does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So since you said you like jazz, uh, what are your what are your thoughts on um my favorite artist? Just what you it's my favorite. Okay, what are your thoughts on Stevie Wonder? Oh, I love Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Do you do you like the song Superstition? Yeah, I love that song, of course. And have you ever broken down the 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 lyrics and have you ever like used his his method and you know referenced it with, with your writing work of something like that? Because you know, just because you said jazz and you like, you know, the study, the, the, the whole study goes behind these uh, the lyrical and you know the tracks. So have you ever like the same pattern you applied it to your your music by using Oh yeah, things? absolutely. That that's the thing. When you write original songs, a lot of it is influences from all the people you've listened to. It's the same thing with comedy, by the way. A lot of people, they don't even, it's subconscious, they don't even realize it, but they'll start writing jokes in the style of their favorite comedians and they won't even know it. So it, it's very similar with music. That. If I'm listening to a, an artist over and over, all of a sudden, and it's it's not like you write a song exactly like them. It's just like little bits and pieces of those songs come out naturally through your music. It's a natural process, I believe. Right, exactly. Same thing with with comedy when you're listening to, uh, let's say Bill Burr or any 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 challenge you're listening to the delivery, the delivery jockey is doing. All of a sudden, you're thinking of the same different joke, but the format is the same. Like in terms of emphasis and you know the, the references and all that stuff. Like it inspires yeah. you in a way, right? You're not. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just, yeah. like tricks that people do in joke writing like you'll be like oh wait a second i noticed right here he waited three seconds before he gave the punch like just like little things you pick up here and there yeah you know? yeah, yeah when did you start your comedy journey i mean when did you Ooh, that's a good go? question so funny yeah. i yeah i i actually also started during the pandemic so i have that in common but you know what i didn't do uh zoom there was actually this is bad and and whoever's listening might cancel me um <laughs> <laughs> there was in new jersey there was kind of like underground mics going on like uh -huh. under you know like the under, we wore masks. I mean, we wore masks. Like we wore face masks, but okay. yeah, we were still doing them. <laughs> Connor, don't edit this out. Don't edit this out, Connor. Don't edit this out. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. If you don't want to share it, that's fine. But no, I just, I just, I, that's, no, you won't do. It. I'm just, I'm just doing the fuck around. I'm just doing bullshit. No, but that's 100 percent the truth. In in mm -hmm. New Jersey, there were still underground. Um, it was kind of, it was interesting. It was kind of edgy. It was kind of like a, yeah. like a, it reminded me of the prohibition, like when they would have under, underground, yeah. um, like, like a bunker feeling, like a bunker yeah, yeah, yeah. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. It was like a big secret, but you know, we would try our best. We would, we would clean the mic, you know, we cleaned the mic when we were done. We would wear face masks, all that stuff, socially distanced. But yeah, so I started that, but I didn't really pick it up till like the summer, you know, during the summer, there was right. a lot of outdoor 
uh, there was outdoor mics at that point that you could attend. Yeah. Wow. I think the same thing with, with, with India, because even when the pandemic was going on, we still had mics. We had like selective uh, places where people had to go. So it's the same feeling. But here, the quality was just a lot during the pandemic. Even even when things were shut down, people still gathered up, and it was shit scared. So we even even we 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 just pushed forth in terms of money. We just very desperate. Just, that's yeah. the thing about being desperate and being funny at the same time. <laughs> you don't know yeah. which one to pick. <laughs> yeah, and there's like there's so much shit going on. Like people just need an outlet just to kind of like just have fun and just like not even think about what's going on in the news or what's going on in the world right now. It's like. They people need to get out of their hands, you know? They, wanna, they don't care about death. They care about telling a joke. That's more important. <laughs> My yeah. only, like, um issue that I guess I have when I do comedy is that I'm naturally a morning person. So sometimes <laughs> I hate waiting to go up. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Like, because sometimes there's a big list and I have to wait sometimes till 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock to go up. What? So I feel like that's always a clash in my uh personality, I guess you could say. It's like, I love this field but i wish they had a morning mic <laughs> like like that you would be make perfect it. for me andrea you, you, should make, you should make a morning mic yeah like we should, we should have i one. mean who, the, i mean that's fun. actually not a that's actually not a bad idea because like they're all the mic yeah yeah yeah, yeah I mean, the, like who would we uh, who would we even perform for like senior citizens like <laughs> do it let's do it why not i'm sure they love it though yeah no i'll do hospital jokes when Shady went to the hospital he's like oh do you feel like I can like perform for him like no like listen everyone there in the waiting room does not want to hear your five minute set come on man <laughs> I actually uh, true story Andrea I went to a body full body checkup with my dad uh, just like something regular which we do uh, and I, I'm standing there and there's a bunch of people over there just really fucking sad like they're just sitting there and I just call Kevin and I'm like Kevin you know I like you know I really want to do stand up and Kevin's like why? So there are a lot of audience getting an audience in, in a hospital is not a problem. It's always filled and most importantly, you know, they're they're like they're sick. So it's it's already they're feeling like shit. So there's not there's only one way up. So and and it's like that they will never smile because you know. So it would be a great thing. Kevin's like don't do that. <laughs> they're just being nice. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah but 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 i think you should try the morning mics because even in india mics happen post 8 p.m 6 p.m like 6 7 p.m yeah. you have the, all the comedy clubs lining up and it goes up to 11 or 12 so yeah. he what is the okay let me ask you this what is the longest uh wait list you had in a comedy club what is it was your number in the wait list of comedy club uh for open mics i would say in Philly, like like um, South Jersey, I guess, yeah. but it's close to Philly. In this area, there's sometimes certain mics I've been to, there could be like 30 to 50 people on depending on the night. Yeah. 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 I, know, yeah. I, I go to yeah. High Note, the one, um, the handsome idiot guy, yeah. that guy, yeah. he's not, I'm not calling Bro. him. Bro! That's actually his name. John Montague, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, are you kidding me? That's the amount of wait list? Yeah. Yo. Yeah. So sometimes it, it's very, it's very, so that's what I mean for, I, it's not even, it's actually not even the weight that I mind. I don't mind waiting around. It's kind of fun just to sit down and have a, something to eat or drink and like watch other people. But to me when it's late at night, because I'm like such a morning person. So if I get there at seven, I'm not going up till sometimes 10 and sometimes 11 yeah. uh, in the worst yeah. case. Yeah. Yeah. The, the longest the the longest waiting list in, in at least in the comedy circuit in the Indian circuit which I'm performing right now 
is max 10 to 15 people. No. That would be awesome. Yeah, like I that's the longest. There is a pro to the waiting list, though. The pro to the waiting list is that you get a big audience. So, True. yeah, you have to wait, but then there's True. actually an audience you could really work with. And and I find that they actually pay attention, too. That's the interesting yeah. thing. They're so, actually okay. listening. Yeah. To that point, you get a big, you get a big audience in the beginning, but like if you're the last one, I mean, I've I, I've been like the last comic at like an open mic, and there's like no one there. So it's yeah, like, it I was to ask, I was about to it ask, happens. do people get up and leave in the middle of the acts? Because oh, yeah. that happens a lot in India or Indian open mm-hmm. mics where it's packed, and by the time they're like the eighth or the tenth comic, half of the room has already disappeared. So I, even when the when the list is. 30 to 50 people, there's still an advantage because 30 to 50 people divided by two is still true. probably the amount of people you have in your audience normally. True, true, true. <laughs> you still have a sufficient crowd. Exactly. Yes. Um, so uh, when I asked you, like, you know, what, what kind of things you're into, one thing you mentioned was stoicism. I didn't even know what stoicism was until I, I looked it up and I feel like I embody stoicism a lot in my life. So can you like explain to the audience what stoicism is and like what is it? I have no idea what this is. I'm not sure if I can define it um like textbook definition because it's something I'm just newly learning about myself and I'm newly okay. interested in. Okay. Um, but I'm trying to deal with like personal issues that I have mentally. And mm-hmm. stoicism is the idea of learning how to and correct me if I'm wrong, because you just read yep. it today. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. believe stoicism is the the concept of learning how to control the reactions to your emotions. So I'm somebody who historically, um, I have quick emotional reactions. And by the time I feel an overwhelming emotion, I'm already acting out before I've had time to think about what's the right thing to do. So stoicism, you could like, I almost think of it like meditation. I don't know if you guys know anything about meditation, but the idea of meditation, it's not that you lay there and you don't think anything. Right. It's that you lay there and you you just let the thoughts pass by. Mm. So from my understanding, what I've read about stoicism so far, it's kind of similar in that you have these emotional reactions, but you learn and you train yourself not, uh, you have, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. You have emotions that boil up in your body, yep. but you learn over time how to not react to them. So right. that's, that's what a I challenge. About- that's a yeah. challenge because you got to control that. And you got to yeah. like, you know, the timing is everything in this. Also, can we just put the word right here? Because Stoicism? Okay, I'll put it on, I'll put it on put the screen. Whatever. And the definition. Oh. Is right yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put, <laughs> I'll put the screen and definition. Yeah. Screen definition, but, right. I'm uh, hearing it for the first time. I literally thought it was like yeah. a disease or something. No, no, no. no. It's not like a disease. <laughs> I, so it basically is this idea of being uh, stoic though, right? So being like more like a... um. Being calm under pressure, right? When shit happens oh, to you and like it's the opposite. Are happening in your life, right? Like, how are you going to react? Like, instead of like having like an outburst and anger outburst, right? You're like looking at the positive. It's almost like kind of like positive thinking a little bit. Sort oh, of though, but like, the opposite. You know, yeah, me. Yeah, 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 I, I was listening to, um, speaking of Joe Rogan, I was listening to an interview of Louis C.K. recently. He interviewed mm-hmm. Louis C.K. And I realized that Louis C.K. was using stoicism he was talking about how he was using it. He didn't use the word stoicism, but the, what he was describing was exactly stoicism. So I think it, right. I thought it was really interesting. What he said was that a lot of new comedians, when the audience doesn't like a joke, yeah. the comedians to internalize that feeling on stage visibly. And they're like, you can see visibly the comedian I've feeling. Insecure. 
Yeah, yeah. I've seen that happen in the Indian circuit where instead of it, here, it's it's more like if somebody doesn't laugh or they don't find it funny, most comedians they just give it back or they just roast the audience for no reason. Yeah, at that's all. the opposite. Ex- exactly. So the so, so the, that's which is not can. fair. Yeah. Yeah, he was saying that the common, like the most common thing young comics do is that they'll they'll be like, fine, you guys suck. And you can see visibly the emotions right. happening. What Louis C.K. was saying is that if you can learn to train yourself not to react emotionally to that feeling of not being good enough, that's mm. where the magic happens. If you can learn to be stoic, and he didn't use the word stoic, but that's what he was doing, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can learn to be stoic in that situation, you can actually play with that discomfort. Like if wow. the audience did joke you can actually play with their discomfort and you can say did they not like the joke because they were offended let me try to dig in a little more and see what happens but that's only possible if you can learn how to manage those emotions you know louis ck we gotta get you in the podcast yeah louis ck <laughs> get the, the party we already have joe rogan visited already so next yeah. is louis ck yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think that's so such an important skill for a comic, though, because right. you can't care about the result. There's going to be so many nights where, like, if you say a joke and the audience doesn't react, it's like, you, you make fun of it. You'd be like, oh, I guess that didn't work, whatever. I think you just have fun with it instead of, like, having right. like, outbursts right. and angst. If people can see that, like, it bothers you, it's like they've gotten to you. And it's like, it's something where it's like, I think, right. especially in comedy, it's, if you're doing stand-up, you can't let it get to you because, like... That's very you know. important, yeah. And the audience, let's face it, probably the bitter truth audience doesn't care they don't mm, they, they honestly don't they don't, they don't because it's not, i mean they don't care as in like they don't care care because it's it's like your personal thing when you're saying comedy so mm. they don't know the emotions you're being through why you're saying a joke or how you're saying it but they don't realize how important it is for you when you while you're saying it you know they just see an artist performing a joke they don't see the the tale or the history behind the joke or mm-hmm. how important it is they can't read that right so that's why I feel like she's right when I say don't get over emotional. And I'm going to say this again. I suck at it because I get emotional with the drug and, and you have expectations when you're performing and people don't laugh. So you don't. So I, I try to make I, when I'm performing, I try not to do those kind of jokes with set expectations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is something which I'm struggling with, but kind of, you know, I didn't know there's a fucking word for this. <laughs> I didn't know either. I didn't, I didn't know there's a fucking word yeah. for this. <laughs> it was just a bunch of emotions. Uh, I used to call it uh, overreacting to jokes. That's what I used to do. <laughs> you know, fucking, I didn't know it was a fucking terminology. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, stoicism isn't the overreacting. Stoicism is the skill that you develop to not overreact. So it's yeah. not the overreacting itself. It's the the solution, I guess you could say. So any situations in life, any mm-hmm. situation, not just comedy, any situation in life, you know, anything mm-hmm. you hear... You just have bell balance over your current because you're acting on instincts, right? It's it's Andrea. It's just completely on instincts when you receive an information or or any kind of someone says to you. The first thing you're processing is your emo, the instinct. It's not even the brain. It's the instinct which just kicks in for a second, and that's what triggers the entire process. So I think yeah. when people get control over the instincts, it will do a better job. That's my understanding so far. Yeah. So like, for example, here's another place in my life, you know, not just comedy where it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. My boyfriend and I, we love each other very much. We get along, you know, very well. Oh, when you have a boyfriend. Oh, yes, cool. I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> when, <laughs> I did that on purpose with Kevin. I did that on purpose. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. That's, 
I knew that, Kevin. I knew you got a boyfriend. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Um, so we get along, my boyfriend and I get along most of the time. Like we have a great relationship, but when we do argue the few times that we do argue, it never goes well. And Um, I realized it, if, if he comes to me with a problem, because this is the thing in relationships, you have to communicate what you're upset about. So if, 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 if he, you know, if he comes to me and he said, you know, Hey, you know, I wanted to let you know, I didn't like the way you did this or that. And I wanted just to let you know that it's been bothering me. My first reaction that I'll usually have to that is um, like my instinct kicks in, like, and, and then I jump to like, he doesn't love me. And like, I start crying and freaking out. And then yep. as a result, he leaves that conversation feeling unheard. Like, like he was like, mm. I came to you with a problem. And now it's, it's turned into a catastrophe and I didn't even really get to solve my problem. True. And like, so I, I realized like, this is a problem I have, not even just in a relationship, but in my life that if I get any negative feedback, I like, freak out, you know? So I need to learn how to develop that stoicism. Interesting. Dude, yeah. that's, that's have you point. like, have you looked at any ways to, to develop it? Like how, how, how do you develop it? I guess is my question. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm in therapy and I'm, I'm hoping to figure that out with my, like with a therapist, you know, cause I would say that they're the ones professional. Oh, yeah. training. Same here. Yeah. Therapy yeah. club right here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Therapy club. Yes. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to do the same thing as well. So I, I think it, it comes over time as because as much as you keep on addressing it, so I think it just consciously builds up. So, but it's true, man. Like that's the whole weird thing. I mean, it's it's hard not to like react to anything someone has said. You know, like you, you know, yeah, no you, you got to practice it. You got to practice. It only yeah. takes practice. It's it's yeah. something mm-hmm. where it's like I think I as know. humans, we are like incapable of remaining uh, remaining calm in any uh you know, any statement which is led towards us for self-improvement or something like that is about us. It It's always an instant reaction. It's not like a calm, we're not built by default that way, you yeah. know? So, which, yeah. and I, I like that because that's, that's a pretty- You know, there thing. is one place in my life where I'm proud to say that I've conquered this. And it, so far, it's the only place I could really see it is um, I got my first negative comment on YouTube and I think last year or two years ago, that would have like destroyed me. Like I would yeah. have been really emotional about it, but I actually huh. really felt like it didn't affect me. Like I felt very observational about it. I'm like, okay. Huh. Like I was able to process it in a way that was like, this is a, like the way I took it was like, okay, right. this is a the point of about if you're going to do this, you have to accept the fact that there's positive and negative criticism. Right. Like for example, I was saying, I love Joe Rogan. He's very loved by many, and he's also very hated by very many. Hated. Like so, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was able yes. to look at the criticism, like so, like objectively, and not take it personal. So that was a step that I'm on the right track. But there's still things in my like everyday life that I haven't been able to conquer. That. Okay, so one question I do want to ask you though is you you just recently moved. Where? How are you? How are you doing as far as like you know getting like a whole new? Because moving is not easy. How are you? Where doing did you like, move? Don't <laughs> <laughs> put her address right on the screen. No, no. Uh, <laughs> 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 but 
you recently moved okay but like getting like a new friend group like you know like a new like your local coffee shop that local bar like how are you doing with that right now are you settling in like how how was that right now um so i i i've able i've been able to find my own clients for my business so that i've been doing well with as far as friends i'm gonna be honest like i i don't really have any friends i guess um, oh my god i can relate to this at this point i would say you're my friend like and i know we don't really know each other that well but like I don't, you're the, like the only, there's like two or three people I know here and that's it. So like at, at this point, you're my friend, um, yeah. Drew Montana. anybody who came on my podcast, I your friend. Your friend at this point because I don't know anybody else. Like, so yeah. I, so I, the handsome idiot came on, um, Drew Montana came on, you came on, um, Albert, um, I don't remember his last name. Like they're not like that close friends, but I don't even know their last name. Yeah. Al, Albert Davis. So Albert Davis came on and, um, this entrepreneur guy, um, I just had him on last week, Brian Bradshaw, he came on. So they're not like best buds. We're not going to go grab a drink at the bar. But at this point, that's like the only people I know, you know? Okay. All right. Well, then we have to hang yeah. out. I'll, I'll introduce you to some people. Then. So, okay. We have to yeah, hang out. no, I, I really, I don't like, I, I, I want to make girlfriends too. That's been an issue that has, I, I, I've had that issue, you know, for a long time where I haven't had a lot of close girlfriends. So I also like want to meet females in the area as well, you know? Okay. All right, cool. Not, I, I didn't mean that as a way to say it. Way to go, Kevin. Way to go. It's tough. It's like tough adding. to move, man. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. I didn't mean it that way. Like, uh, like yeah. not you. I meant like I wanted to add to the conversation. Not only do I want friends, I also want to make girlfriends. So, like, I don't even know how to do that. You know? Yeah, of course, because like there's I, different things. Dude, <laughs> there's different things like, you gotta talk amongst girls. Of course, you need girl time. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I mean, girl, I mean, I, this is. I mean, I'm hearing this a lot where girls are having problems having girlfriends. Like I have, yes. so, like it's it's like most girls I meet, they are more comfortable talking to having male friends than you know having an ideal uh, girlfriend. You know they prefer the opposite gender, and they and I've heard situations where they don't even blend. They're like, I don't like talking to other girls. Like I've heard yeah, this. Yeah, so I, I've had a lot of trouble with that over the years, and I I, I want to find a girl that I get along with. So I found is that I've never been one to have a lot of female friends at once. But whenever I do have a female friend, it's like a very close bond, like a yes. best friend. Yes. And then it always break it always breaks up. Like it's oh. almost like a it's almost like a boyfriend or girlfriend that broke up, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like such a close bond. And it, and I've I've never just had casual uh, female friends that I could just like grab a drink with and and then just nice. say, Okay, see you another time. It's it's always been like all or nothing, you know. And then when it's so- all it eventually ends, you know? Yeah. You're not built for casual. You're built for something serious and hardcore. Yeah. You're not... Yeah, and I, I think I think the problem with women is that they tend to be very competitive. And I think mm-hmm. men men are also competitive. Like, men are extremely Couldn't agree more. But, I couldn't agree more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Women but, are like, okay, so for example, you guys just had that, that uh, Taylor Swift debate. And it was, fun. <laughs> it was fun for you guys. Like, you guys are having fun talking about it. In a female relationship... It that it wouldn't be fun. Like it would be like if we if we had some type of competition, we would be like, can you believe it? She doesn't like Taylor Swift. She's a dumb bitch. Like 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 it's 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 so different in the female relationship. You know what I mean? We casually make fun of each other. It's very strange. You know. You're probably not that far off. I'm sure some friends. Oh my god! I'm so happy right now. 
I will like... I will say, Andrew, you probably just haven't met the right the right women yet, though. That's yeah, probably like, that's why yeah, so, that's like yeah. I mean, yeah. it's this is this is this. Is, I'm so happy to have fuck me, man. Jesus, I'm oh so God. happy right now. <laughs> Anytime, and shitty wants to shit on Taylor's birthday. So, anyway. No, I'm happy to not the Taylor Swift, but I'm happy that you know. Uh, women are like bitching uh, more than men like by default i know my bros if you don't agree on something we like we, we don't blow it up we don't mm-hmm. blow it up the argument we just have a cuss and we like fuck it you want to get a joint i said yeah fuck it that's it you get a joint and then just... and boom like that's that's it doesn't like the, the flame just just goes down instantly right so women don't do that women keep it inside they bottle yeah. it inside and then and then one day it'll blow up like six months later that one time you said that you didn't like Taylor Swift, you were putting me down. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it'll, it'll be like, it'll be like a year later. And then the friendship went like, that's, yeah. that's been my common uh, relationship with women. So. It's crazy. Yeah. They have like the timestamp and yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, now I'm on this. Now, now this is what explains why men are very scared to talk to women because y'all have a memory of, of, of booking like uh in like a genius computer where you just stock everything up and then fire it like a AK-47. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, women are very hyper-analytical. And and I, I sometimes wonder why we're so afraid to confront those things on a daily basis. Like we're, we're very afraid to just like outright say, I, I didn't like what you said. Like we're, we're afraid. And I think it might be like, um, it might be that women are a little more conditioned to be friendly, like to be nurturing. So I think it's a little, and men are conditioned to like, you know, be tough. So I think you guys naturally just talk shit to each other and it's like a fun camaraderie thing. But for women, it's, it's right. like scary to be tough around each other, you know? Yeah. It's, is it, is it like you're, com- you're trying to prove something amongst each other all the time? Is it, is it something like, I mean, I know, I know competitive might be the word, but is it, is it like, it's, it's, it's like, um, like a, a a a rivalry between female genders like you know is this on a, on every matter on every matter from you know like even the little things because um, i know that men let go like we don't care most of the arguments we don't give a shit on if it's making more money or he's got a better car a better phone or better girlfriend like we we just let go so easily and so quickly like we have a certain amount of grudge frame and we just flip. We just I don't give a shit anymore. So, so is is it like why? Is, I'm just just curious because you said that I had to know. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. You said a bunch of words. I don't even know what you. Just I know. Asked. I know. I'm just I, think, I think. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think what you're you're asking is like where exactly does the competition come out? Like you're asking. Definitely, if if both females are single, definitely for men, like they'll compete for guys do that too. They'll compete for women, but like if both of the women in the friendship are single, they'll definitely you know try to strut their shit and get more male you know looks from guys. That's one thing. Um, possessions, like um, if if you come in with a nice dress, the girl will come in the next day with a nicer dress, and then it'll keep oh, yeah. going back. So like the it's it's very appearance based, like you know shallow types of things. Um, sometimes also career things as well. Like, um, I've had friends in the past that if I had an accomplishment that I'd made rather than like saying, Oh, congratulations, they would just kind of be really quiet about it. And you can right. tell that they, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. not happy about it. Cause 
whatever. So I just feel like this is incredibly common in female relationships. And that's why a lot of women complain like, oh, I don't have any girlfriends because it's it's so common. <laughs> okay. I know one fun fact, which I, which I learned to a friend of mine. Uh, Kevin, did you know? I think Andrea already does. Did you know that uh, like women don't really tell what outfits they have gotten from the store? You know that, like, I know, I, I think I, I like if, if a girl has got a great outfit and another mm. girlfriend's like, hey, did you, where did you get this from? They don't really tell from where they actually got it from. Like they give a name of a, of a ABC store, but they uh -huh. never actually tell from they exactly got it like they really don't want people to know where exactly oh, they, so they lie yeah, about where they get it from that is even even with shoes or even with anything like they don't tell like if i tell as a sexy shirt kevin that's a jacket you'll be like oh yeah i got it from gucci i got it from this store you can yeah. get it that's what you would say yeah. but yeah because women are women are afraid that the other girl will go get it and that she'll look better oh, <laughs> so they don't lie about and it I, I yeah it's true shit. I wouldn't say that's common across the board. Like, I, I mean, I wouldn't say that's across the board. Every single woman does that, but I would say yeah. that's pretty common. Yeah. Yeah, it's common. Wow. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. I'm learning yeah, so no, much. Yeah, no. It's charging the laptop. So sorry, my battery almost died. It's charging. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you wearing pants and shady? Yes, I am. Shut up. <laughs> oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. And so he never yeah. wears pants. This, is, this must be a special occasion yeah. because, like, he never wears pants. So yeah, listen, I actually, I, to, be, to be honest, I almost didn't wear pants because, <laughs> because I, I was, because <laughs> I was having, um, yeah, you I, know was what? Having a, I, I was having a bit of a rough morning and I, I didn't love, I love, I love Andrea, man. Like nothing is working for <laughs> Kevin right now. Nothing is working for Kevin. He's firing shots. It is no. not happening. This, this, it's a very favored conversation. I'm liking this. Normally it doesn't happen this way. All right, it yeah. doesn't happen this way. This is on thirty. It's 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 our thirty-seven episode, right? Thirty-seven, yeah, right? Yeah, thirty-seven episode. Yeah. And every every episode, he's had a win in anything he marks. He he always gets a point. He gets a win in any of the references he makes. This is the yeah. first time in the podcast where both the references has been shot down, and yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> Usually, we get we get a bunch of Taylor Swift fans that wear pants, and now we <laughs> yeah, basically <laughs> 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 our podcast. So we're so happy. That we're we're anti, anti Taylor Swift, anti pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm thinking about a great name for the title of the podcast, but yeah, okay, sure. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Just call it No Taylor Swift and No Pants. You'll get a million views if you say no Taylor, Taylor Swift, No Pants. Pantsless Taylor Swift. Ooh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> We're like, Write it down. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, we got, yeah, 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 yeah. Write it Record down. That's it. a good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a good. Or one. just write. Yeah, just write Taylor Swift, no pants. There you go. Ooh, there you go. Perfect. Ooh. That's it. Bunch of views. Yeah. Yes. Bunch of views. Thank yes. You. There you go. There you go. What do you mean no? No, 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 no. I said there you go. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there you like, go. Like, so like TMZ. Like, we... like TMZ. Yeah, right? yeah. We have like a uh, breaking news. Taylor Swift, no pants. Yeah. yeah. So, dude, I'm so happy. This is. I. I mean. Andrew, if you noticed the beginning of the podcast, I was not this energy. You saw there's a huge difference. You see the difference. Like, I was not this. This is the complete, the best highlight of my life. <laughs> like, the best highlight of transformation. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was really tired and shitty. Yeah. And the conversation was very minimal. And my face changed when she said, um, man. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, you gotta edit, you know, edit all the best. When things. I went to 
when I went to Tennessee in Nashville, she was in like a, I don't know if it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know what exactly it is, but country. it's something like the Rock and yeah, country Roll. She was on the wall. Yeah. And I was shocked. I was like, I was like, how did she get here? Because <laughs> she's country, you know. I was there. I took a picture with her, the little poster thing. You took a picture of Taylor Swift? She's country, yeah. No, not the real Taylor yeah. Swift. The cutout. The cutout. Taylor okay, the cutout. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I saw her there. I'm like, man, she's something because she made it in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So yeah. What did we learn <laughs> on the podcast? Uh, uh, we'll start with this. Okay, so I learned uh, that not everybody loves Taylor Swift, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I learned that um, you know musicians. And tattoo artists can also be comedians, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, that. And most importantly, um, I I learned a new word. What's, I forgot the word again. What's the word? <laughs> Stoicism. It's Stoicism. Yes, it's not a medical word at all. <laughs> so I learned a new word where you're not you're allowed to control your emotions, and you know which can help you in get balance of your mental health, uh, so that it you know you don't lash out on people and don't come across as an asshole. So mm. yeah, three things, three things, three major things. Yes. What about you, uh, Kevin? <laughs> okay. Uh, so I learned um, we need to get more people who like Taylor Swift on the podcast. <laughs> um, yes, that's the first thing. Uh, second thing is um, um, Andrea, like her, her podcast. The, I meant the not the podcast. The, uh, the band Smoke Honey. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I, got, I now figured out how that name came about. Right. Um, also, I figured out like what stoicism is. We talked about stoicism for a little bit, so that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and what was the other thing I was gonna talk about? Um, Did you write uh, these down? Did you write these down? No, I was thinking. I was thinking in my head. Okay. Another <laughs> thing I want to talk about. Oh yes, oh yes, that like that women lie to each other about where they. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I learned that too. I didn't know that. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> what Andrew, did you learn? Andrew, what did yeah. you learn? What did you learn? Well, the first thing I learned was about your relationship that you met each other <laughs> online. I think that's incredible. Like that was, that was like the one thing that really like, like it was fascinating to me that such a close friendship could be built online. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess another thing I could say I learned was the opposite about the girl thing is that um, men, like I'm, I'm visually watching you guys compete with each other and have so much fun with it that <laughs> competition could be a fun thing with people. And I yeah. think that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Awesome. Wow. So, uh, so All Andrea, right. where can people find you where can people find band, you? everything like yeah. that? Your podcast, where can people sure. find so, you? Um, I would say my main, uh, place that you can find me is Instagram. You know, I'm on Facebook as well, um, but that's where I post most of my things is Instagram. So um, it's Pranzata is my username, P-R-A-N-Z-A-T-A, Pranzata. Um, I also have a, and I'll put, I'll post like advertisements for when my band's playing for um, when my podcast is out. You can also find me on YouTube, uh, Pranzata, just Pranzata podcast, P-R-A-N-Z-A-T-A. And that's it. Yeah, on my Instagram, I always post like when I'm performing comedy, when I'm performing music, that stuff. I have I have a bonus question just for the end of the show. Just a bonus question. Okay, bonus question. Oh, question. So Andrea, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Um, good. It's an interesting question. I would say I'm more of an introvert, which is funny because oh. I do so many social activities like music and comedy. But my like natural personality is introverted for sure. 
Okay. I get, that's good. <laughs> That's good. Oh, is, is this is this another? Well, this is the question. Yeah, I'm more of an introvert. He's more of an extrovert, and we ask every guest on the podcast too. We have like a whole running tally at this point, so yeah. <laughs> Are there more introverts or more extroverts? I feel like we have more introverts than extroverts, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I'm I'm a I'm a very much an introvert, and that doesn't mean like like people get that mixed up. It's like, oh, you don't like people. That's not true. It's just that I need more time alone to re-energize. So I think that's like the definition of extrovert versus introvert. Extroverted people get their energy from crowds and introverted people get their energy from like alone time and reflection. So I like crowds, but very short. Like if I go to a wedding, I'll, I'll start the wedding like, yay, excited. And by like one or two hours in, everybody's right. partying. And I'm like, I've had enough. I want to go Kevin's getting excited. Home. Kevin is getting so I'm excited. I'm the same way. See, Tina and she was yeah. excited at the beginning. Now wow. I'm excited at the end. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's still two to and one. you asked the question. That's, that's what's the I know, but you, about it. It's two to one. It's two to one. I still win, okay? okay. Same. Okay. I mean, it's it's like you didn't walk away with nothing. You still had a win, but I win on this podcast. So okay, yes. Perfect. Okay. Um. Anyway, guys, yeah. um, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with a friend. Um, yeah. Yeah. And with, yeah. And and do subscribe to the channel and comment what was your best highlight of the video and uh, whether you like Taylor Swift or you like pants, whatever works. And uh, yeah, and and do check out us on the Instagram, please. Yes. And yep. yeah, and do follow Andrea on her social media. Uh, uh, the link to her YouTube and everything else will be in the description. And yeah, so that, that's it. That's it from my side. And subscribe. Please subscribe. Like you subscribe first and then go on a date or, you know, get married, whatever. Do that later. But first subscribe and then carry on with your life. Which is <laughs> or or you could do what Shady does. He's on Bumble and asks all his Bumble dates to subscribe. And then there you go. I said that in confidence. <laughs> I said that in confidence. It's not supposed to be said on social media. Yeah, it's I'll true. Anyway, all right, guys. Anyway. See you guys later. Yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.